Hey listeners, this is Let Me Know How It Is, a podcast about all things geek. In this episode, the panel and I explore the concept of the comic cover. So sit back and enjoy as we cover comic covers. Ha, ah, see what I did there? Okay, so I have almost all of the episodes planned out for the DuckTales Justice League thing. Oh, well, that gives so, me something to do. So, we gotta, <laughs> Make us. so let me know when you have yours ready. We're doing five? We'll do it. Yeah, we'll do five. No, five each. Yours, although, although yours, but yours is 30 minutes. Mine yeah, yours is 30. Minutes, so, so I'm doing 10. Yeah, 10. Yeah, Same okay. time. Okay, that's fine. All right. We could do that. And mine so, are 50. 52 of them? I mean, I'm trying to think how many. Yeah, know. 52 because there's only 26 episodes of. Oh, so, yeah. so we'll submit those and then like I think and I think we'll all watch them and then we'll do we'll do episodes on it. See. Do you have any episodes planned out yet for the Just League ones? Do you know? Uh, I think they're all Superman based. No, with the exception of one is Lex Luthor based. But the, you've seen a, a number of them already. Yeah, don't give it away. You've already don't seen give, them. Don't give, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to say don't give away what's on your list, though. No, the one that I wanted you to see, you already seen. Okay. Green Lantern one? Which one? With the, the cabbie. Bathroom? You've seen all the cabbie yeah. ones. So I got to yeah, take out true. the cabbie ones out. I do like the cabbie ones. See? Okay. Anyway. All right. I thought we'd talk about comic covers today. So this isn't a list show. We're talking tropes and what works and what doesn't work and what pulls us in and stuff like that. So I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. I'm Tommy Smithereens. I'm Clifton. All right. So what are the ingredients for a successful comic book cover? A great comic book artist. Okay. <laughs> In most cases. <laughs> um, for me, my favorite one that for some reason seems to stand out is um, Justice League, the reboot by Keith Giffen, mm -hmm. in which um, they're all looking at the cover mm -hmm. as a group and they're staring at the, you know, breaking the fourth wall saying, you have a problem with it. Right. That one. Um, it's always in team books for some reason or another when when they do a new team revamp after that point it's always a grouping of all of them looking out towards the world being like you know i guess that's the equivalent of a middle finger and saying we're gonna do what we're gonna do what's yeah. the number on this one this is the first one this is after um basically right after legends yeah okay yeah exactly in which the group doesn't have any major superpower or major name heroes and you have it's like one of the first incarnate well i don't say first incarnation of things but it's a strong incarnation of the team that doesn't have wonder woman superman or batman as key members of the league um, okay um it's one where booster and um yeah know, yeah i'm familiar with the team. run i can't picture the cover itself it's got guy uh, gardner as the one saying we're going to make something of it yeah okay but it's guy and dr fate captain marvel dr light um, oh, yeah the yeah Mar the martian manhunter yeah mm. Yeah, it's a good cover. I mean, it's one that's been done. People definitely several times. Yeah, over. since then, absolutely. You see that one quite often. Okay, yeah, I think they did it several times. Yeah, they did. Also, a Justice League International cover, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. When they got when the team got bigger, they expanded upon that same cover. But right okay. after Legends, it's, it's there's a it's like a not like a soapbox, but almost like a DC insert page where they talk about it, it might be in the letters page of, of the of old Justice League. Those Giffen uh, Dematis ones. Okay, where they talk about the fact that. They would go by Andrew, you know, Andrew Helfer wanted them to do Justice League and they're like, okay, and we want these characters. He's like, great. How about you use this character instead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they weren't able to, <laughs> they weren't able to use like most of the characters. Yeah. Like they the, were like, can we have Batman at least? Can yeah. we do <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. He can show up sometimes. He right. can be a regular member. He'll rotate in and out. But yeah. 
Yeah, it was like that's like we have Mr. Miracle on the team. Yeah, okay. he's a Maguire cover. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yes, Ken Maguire. Yeah, that's so a good same one. artist on cover who was on interior. Yeah. Yes. Also, so well, I mean that doesn't okay. I mean that happen nowadays though. No, it doesn't happen. No, to that's be, what yeah. I mean. I mean, so so for me, I think uh, yeah, I, I think you're 100 percent right. Awesome comic cover or a comic artist that's doing the cover, but. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the pet peeves that I have is when I like when I'm hooked into a cover that it's not a book I'm currently reading and it's an artist that I'm not completely familiar with uh-huh. just yet. But something about the cover gets me and then I thumb through it and I find that the interior is not the same person as the artist. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it happens. I mean, it's one of yeah. those things where you can have, you know, for example, someone like uh, like was it Dave Johnson who did the covers for 100 Bullets? And they're gorgeous covers, right? But the interior is Eduardo Risso. So right. it's not like you're you're not like you're being sold a bill of goods, like, oh, this cover's amazing and the artwork on the side is garbage. You know, right. <laughs> you had yeah. right. you know, in that situation, you had these really kind of iconic, really cool covers for one hundred bullets, and then the inside Rizzo was doing just as great work, if not better, because it was an actual, you know, story being told. Right. But I prefer that one because at least it was consistent. Sure. It wasn't like uh the best artist of the week thing, or uh, in some cases, like nowadays I feel like they grab as many great artists they can just to do a page to sell a book. But with Hundred Bullets, I love that because it was a consistent artist that did the cover based upon the storyline right. or whatever. But he made it almost like art museum type covering. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, that appealed to me a great. And like the the Punisher stuff, like yes. uh, uh, when Ennis jumped on, the guy that did like the photorealistic like Punisher. Tim Bradstreet. Yeah. yeah, 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 him. But there's like almost like a subdivision I think of like covers with a, a different artist that's not on interior though i can look at it and i can know just looking at the cover that the interior is not that you know what i mean right for example i know like with the current immortal hulk right like alex ross is doing all those covers yeah obviously you're not going exactly. to get alex ross doing immortal hulk interiors yeah yeah month to month you may get a story at some point in an annual or in like a uh uh, king size special or like you know even like in a, in a when they catch up with the numbering and say it gets to hulk gets to like 750 or whatever right then you would have a, a couple pages by alex ross but generally you're not going to have that cover yeah. artist particularly adam hughes is another yeah. one and it's the, yeah adam hughes and uh james um, jean when james mm-hmm. jean was doing covers for marvel oh um, yeah <laughs> and james jean was doing those green arrow covers right yeah. <laughs> you knew yeah. full well yeah. i mean it's very I, graphic design right it's gonna right. be the book i mean kevich is another great. one and everything but i mean that's i mean but even if you didn't know those guys names i think just looking at the cover you would just i think common sense sure would just dictate like eh, it's probably not the interior but there's some there there's some good co- like cover artists out there mm-hmm. that conceivably that could be the interior artist like this is before i knew who like marcos martin was oh, marcos. you know what i mean who's fantastic so, and everything and and and, and, and now like i know better but i remember at the time he was still doing some daredevil covers when he jumped off of jumped off of interiors and mm-hmm. it seemed to me like like he could still be on interiors conceivably sure i thought and i wasn't reading it like ongoing but i would pull up the cover all the time and i'm like oh man like it's not him and he yeah. still does sometimes yeah. so he did back girl year one yeah okay was yeah. one of his early ones yeah, he the oath the doctor strange the okay. Oath him. okay one of his most recent things or more recent things was the private eye with brian k vaughn yeah, the online one, comic yeah. i like that one. which he did all interior well quote unquote interiors because it was an online comic but he did mm-hmm. all the art for well, i just a lot of what they're doing now i mean it makes me long for the days in the 90s in which the cover artist was also was also the interior artist. Mm-hmm. Like you can look back to Jim Lee. Hell, Jim Lee does the is, does that now as far as doing cover art for various books. 
But I remember, you know, the gay full cover for the X Men. Mm-hmm. He would, you know, he would, sure. whatever he drew on the cover is what he presented inside as well. But to me, I did not miss skateboard covers. Sure. <laughs> at all. What about holograms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but I mean, that's something you find now. Like, you'll have, say you have a dedicated cover. It's like, we'll take, like, again, I'll take the example of Immortal Hulk, where you have Alex Ross. Mm-hmm. Every month, like, I see all the time I see online or I see on, on Alex Ross's Facebook page, I'll see this is the cover for Immortal Hulk, whatever, whatever issues that they're up to. They Generally, it's one of the things where, especially now since there seems to be, we've come back full circle to the idea of variant covers. And I don't mean like lenticular you know, hologram, all that stuff. I mean, you'll have a number one or you'll have, you know, every issue, there's a variant of some sort because variants sell. So you'll have that, you know, like you said, like Jim Lee. Like I remember when they did not the current incarnation of Legion, but the one before it, there was like, I know Jim Lee did some of those variants and those variants go for a lot because he Jim Lee did them. them, but they're not the regular cover. No. Right. And I think it's one of those instances where you have, if you don't get a high profile, high name, like you said, like a, like a Tim Bradstreet or a Sienkiewicz or, Adam Hughes, you know, selling your selling your book with a cover, you're going to have that instance of a variant probably that's going to have them do, you know, same sort of thing. But it'll be able to be able to charge more because it's say the ratio is one to 100 or one to 200 ordered. Right. Are variant covers, do they get like like marked up at conventions and everything? I mean, is there a higher demand depending, for them after the fact? Depending. Because I, yeah, I don't, it's not something I'm, I'm. Like, I, I don't have that gene to be excited about right. variant well, covers really ever. I mean, it's one of those things where it could be if it's if it's a variant cover, like we're talking, like I said, that's, you know, one to a, like, say for one to 500. No one, like when the new, when Dan Slott's Fantastic Four came out, you know, there were people that were, they were excited about the fact they were doing a George Perez cover, mm-hmm. you know, because Perez do, did the Fantastic Four back in the 80s, right around the time he was doing Avengers. And people were excited, but, but the ratio was going to be something like 500 to one. So right. if you ordered 500 copies of Dan Slott's, Fantastic Four number one, you would get okay. that. So therefore, it's worth more because you can only get that one if you only order 500 copies for a comic I shop. See. So yeah, they get marked up at conventions. You know, sometimes more than less, or you know, sometimes you can find them for cheap online. But you yeah, know, it varies. But what, I have a quick, I have a segue question. What do you guys think of the variant covers that have nothing to do with the interior design? Like for example, when Marvel did that whole um, hip hop covers. Mm-hmm. In which yeah. every cover was a recreation of a famous hip hop album, mm-hmm. and it just uh, randomly appeared. Well, it didn't randomly appear. Depending on who the book was, it would be a variant of the uh, main cover. character with the album cover. Right. I mean, is is that something that you like? Because I they even took that and put it into a trade or the collection of it, two volumes. Right. I I like it, but the same token, I didn't think it needed to be that. It could have been just an art book. In my opinion, I mean, it's one of the things if you want to chase that down, I don't have the time to chase down yeah, <laughs> every yeah. single hip hop cover for the line. Yeah. I would much rather have, like you said, you know, I have in my in my stuff. I know full well I've got books that are just covers of comics I like or artists who happen to have a run of covers. Mm-hmm. Just seeing the ones I've seen for the, the hip hop albums, I would much rather have in the book and be able to look at them all at once as opposed to. I agree. Yeah. Trying to yeah, chase it. All yeah, I don't know why they don't do those. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Well, to me, it'll be it'd be even nicer. I mean, I like those creations. Well. I get why uh, specific covers are, you know, valuable due to the artists that created. But I would love them to do a collection of those of a particular artist, like mm-hmm. what um, DC Christmas. did it with Darwin yeah. Cook. Yeah, like, that's the same. Yeah, four years ago or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on those, they basically they had Darwin Cook do art for every book, not every book, but a lot of the books in their whole line. And on those, like I love Darwin Cook, but still, I would only like if I was getting the book, I would get the the issue with the Darwin Cook cover. But I wasn't going out of my way to get 
the other covers just because he did them. Right. I would admire them like wherever I saw them. But, right. Yeah. I like I mean, I like that they do them like yeah. like just conceptually. Like I like the idea that that they, they do sort of like these line wide sort of like covers like with a with a series mm-hmm. or, or you know what I mean? Like yeah. like all with like sort of like the same DNA to it or um like a common theme. But like I said, I mean, and I don't want to belittle like like variant cover. But I'm just like, but my collector days are over. Like I'm not, I, I'm not. I, I, I buy comics to read them only now. Like I'm not buying stuff because I think it's going to be worth something anymore or anything. Like so, so for me, it's like, I'll I'll admire that stuff on like Pinterest. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Online, like I don't I don't need the physical copy in my hand, but I like that they do it. I mean, in our some case like where it happens to be a book that i am picking up on the at the time like you know i remember going back and forth with um uh when tom king was doing uh batman in his first suicide squad arc he had the, the actual cover artist and then there was like a variant by like tim sale and it was the first time in the store i remember having both in my hand like which one do i get mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like normally it's kind of an easy choice for me but that one that was a tough one and we'll we'll put some of these um up on our webpage so you guys so you listeners can see what we're talking about i don't have the number offhand of what that was right. but it was early i think it was number eight it's fairly early like art that. yeah it's an early art yeah i am yeah. suicide is what it's called yeah right? yeah yeah i mean it's one of the things where i think generally if you have you know i mean if you if you like variants and you're you're into it and you want to spend the money on it obviously that's your that's your deal it's just i think it's kind of a situation where i from when i've gone when i go in the shop there's always always per issue you know a couple variant covers and yeah. i think it's one of the things where it's like that's not i mean if you want to do i don't know the price point whether it's worth it to try and sell a single issue on a cover or whether it's worth selling a collection which one you're going to do better with mm. you know i mean i have plenty of art books with plenty of artists i like you know but they don't it's not all cover work you right know? it's it's sometimes it's a various you know sketches or stuff that they've done or other work they've produced it all depends yeah so I, I don't know. I don't have an answer on the numbers for that, whether or not it's worth it to do it that way or not. I'd imagine probably you're going to make, you know, the, sto- the, the store itself or the shop itself might make more, right. you know, on those single variant covers than, you know, selling an entire book. What do you think about variants as far as when the artist recreates an iconic kind of book cover? You mean like, oh, like, a, co- like a copycat cover? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, uh, is it homage or copycat cover in your opinion? I mean, there's also the, there's always the um, iconic uh Holding the um, slain hero, the Pieta, yeah, the yeah, Pieta, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah, that yeah. one's been. I mean, that that we get a fair amount of that. I mean, they, yeah. I think it's cool. Usually, it's you know, they, they someone will say you know when they're doing one of those type of homage covers or whatever, they're going to mm-hmm. say after or you know something to let you know that it's it wasn't their idea, it wasn't their layout. Yeah, but the Pieta one is like it's. There's been so many, especially after Crisis, the first exactly. one. Exactly. You know, especially with um. Was that the first one or was Death of Captain Marvel the first one? I want to say Death mm, of Captain Marvel. No, there's one with, there's a Batman and Robin cover from Detective, I want to say, that's back okay. in the like, late 50s, where it's kind of <laughs> like, I think it's the issue might be Robin Dies at Dawn is what it's called, is the mm-hmm. idea. Like, it's, you know, Batman's, you know, sob, choke, tears, holding Robin, and they're walking right. on an alien world. Because <laughs> it might be yeah. the 50s, so it's not going to be the 60s, it's going to be the 50s. So basically, uh, the Crisis one is basically the most remembered one. I would say probably if I would say, I mean, the Death of Captain Marvel one, you know, depending on who you talk to, but I would say more than more than I've seen the the Crisis one with with the two main characters in the front and then all the characters behind them mm-hmm. has been done like countless times since Crisis. I can't even tell you how many times. Okay, I've seen that. I've seen X Men number one copycatted many times. Which one, the Jim Lee or 
No, no, no. Oh, the, the original Kirby one. The original Kirby one. I've oh, seen yeah. that like like copycatted many times just among X-Men like mm. miniseries and stuff like that. Really? Well, I've, seen, yeah. I've okay. seen the Giant Size X-Men one yeah, too. Yeah, where they bust yeah. out of the page. Yeah, where it's yeah. all new different. That and then, one too. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely seen those. Yeah. I like that they do it. Like I like that the artists have that as a toolbox in their arsenal, basically. Mm. And I mean, and, there, and there's so many books every month. I just like that. Sure. I, I like that the medium is big enough that it can handle people doing copycat covers from time to time. Well, for, I mean, it's, yeah. it's very, I mean, when you're building on a, on a continuity that's been going since the thirties, I mean, it's yeah. gonna, you're going to have to get self-referential and look back at stuff from time to time. It's, yeah. just, it's just the way it is. And this the fact that, you know, something obscure from that, from an earlier era can come back into play. Right. You know, the idea that you wouldn't like to, you know, either pay tribute or homage or rip it off. Is <laughs> something that is <laughs> something that you know, or just have a call back to like, what? Remember this time? Wasn't this a cool story? You like the story? You probably like this story. Yeah, buy this book. You know yeah. that kind of a thing. When when thinking about this topic, I had a, had a thought, and, and I wanted to save it till we were here. How badly do you think letterers and guys that wrote cover copy get screwed nowadays because we don't have a lot of words on on a cover anymore? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that too. That that the the first of all, like the word balloon thing mm -hmm. that was so commonplace in the Silver Age and, yeah. and even later, it's all but died completely. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, there is maybe one comic a month on the rack that, that has, plays that, that. that that does that, and yeah. and and I think and I think that's being generous. Sure. I mean, and it's usually doing it for a comedic angle. Yeah. Right. At this yeah. point. Right. Yeah. It is a. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's a direct homage that it's doing. Yeah. It's uh, of aping that time. Yeah, but even that. I mean, I. But not just the word balloons, but like just the like the story taglines. Mm -hmm. Like like, or the like title. All, almost all of those are gone. Right. Too. Or yeah. The, or like you know the, what was the one I was looking at the other day? Oh, uh, I was looking at some comics and bagging some stuff the other day and went and saw like you know so and so fights alone. You know, like okay, so I know what the story's about. Mm -hmm. It's not just the cover image of, right. You know, of of just the character or the team or whatever. You actually have a moment of like it's a kind of a tease to what's inside right yeah to me i just see it as a kind of age thing i mean i understand what it used to be in which they wanted to put more words in order to solicit the buyer but at this point it's just a i think it's just trying to bring more mystery to it as opposed right. to when all you need is a great picture that makes you want to pick it up off the shelf and just crack it open so i i can see an evolution of it and plus nowadays people don't read anyway but i so think I, just, whole, I think it's a way of back then of putting more information on the page than you need it. So like my favorite type of cover is the one that in one image tells me a story in that one image. Like I know, I know what the world is and it, like, I don't, I don't really want to go into favorites so much because I want to say that for another episode, but like days of uh, future past is my favorite cover of all time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because it invokes such a strong story and that right was, in that first image. And that one's been right? done a million times. Yeah. yeah it's that's been that's done. Yeah. One. It's been done so many times, but like, but, so my sense is that, but instead of just doing it in one image now, mm -hmm. I can do a little bit of text to kind of, you know, hint more at, uh, at hint more at, at a deeper story mm -hmm. in, the, in, in, in the Silver Age, like what I'm talking, what I'm talking about and everything. When you have like Superman saying that, like, you know, there, there, there's a clone of him running around and so like they can, they can kind of get a little bit more into the detail of what that story is going to be instead of just that one picture that's telling it to you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, but at the same token, I like the stuff like, well, my favorite ones was uh, um, Incredible Hulk where he fights Wolverine, in which all you see is Wolverine's claws and the reflection of his claws is the Hulk. Yeah, it's that's a McFarlane. Yeah, it's McFarlane. Yeah, it's McFarlane. McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's, but that, I don't even need to say Hulk on the cover. Yeah, uh, it, It's one of those ones in which 
they don't even know whose book you don't even know whose book it is right. and you're immediately picking it off to see what the hell you know mm-hmm. it's it's just a nice iconic moment in which it captures yeah. everything that you want to need in the comic you that's don't even one need that i remember too there's a lot to get into get into yeah. this topic but that's one that i remember <laughs> in the hulk versus animated Mm-hmm. Uh, movie yeah. that came out like uh, whatever that was like 2007 or something mm-hmm. I may have the year wrong but I remember they did that cover in the movie they worked it in the movie somehow like it's in a scene and there's like a Joe Casada cover that they worked in there too where Wolverine is sitting like by the stream and then there's the wolf next to him that's like drinking yes. by it. and I thought yeah. so that was a cool period where like in the early to mid 2000s there was a point where like comic covers were getting homaged in movies Yeah. yeah. right Yeah. so like I remember in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, yeah. like Spider-Man 39's in there. Yeah. Like as a scene. You can, um, you can argue it's in Homecoming too. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm, when, I'm blanking on it, but. When Vulture drops the uh, the building on him. Yeah, where he's underneath the stuff. Oh, and he has to, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm at, I'm yeah, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he like, come on, Spider-Man. Come yeah. on, Are you Spider-Man? thinking of Spider-Man no, no, no. no more the first time? No, no, no. I'm, th- I'm thinking about the one where the Green Goblin is carrying him like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. wrapped yeah, yeah. up in the glider. Right. Like that. That's a, that's a shot in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not, that's the one not with completely. The suit in the trash can. Right. That's yeah, a, yeah. That's a, yeah. That's Spider Man Two. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Spider Man Two. Yeah. And then like Amazing Fantasy Fifteen is, I think, one of the photographs that's like on mm-hmm. Jameson's desk and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And um, and Superman Returns in Action Comics sure. number one in there too. And then like, and it's kind of. Not really been done. I mean, I guess in Homecoming, like you said, maybe, but I yeah. kind of missed it. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, the, it's, but it's like a lot of the, like like also like none of the Batman movies have a cover worked in anywhere. I don't think um, it's never been a Dark Knight like in front of lightning. Yeah, no. well, they've had lightning, just haven't had him jump up <laughs> off the the building with the yeah. lightning. It's done more. It's done more. I mean, you could argue it's more in the animated stuff. Yeah, but it's you know obviously it's not nearly as. Is in some of the live action, but what I was saying more about the, the lettering, like guys that you know that created a cover copy, like for example, to get, getting back to the Hulk, we're talking about the Hulk a lot today. <laughs> okay. Like for this one, it's like Hulk number one back in the sixties. Like okay. it says, it says the strangest man of all time! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Fantasy as you like it! Exclamation point! Is he man or monster? Or dot dot dot? Is he both? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we don't get that anymore. No, like no we one don't. ever. They don't get that. Kind of, and again, even like something a little more recent. Again, talking about the Hulk. When I think about stuff that's on covers to sell books, where'd it go? But there's from Secret Wars back in the eighties, you have that moment where the Hulk is trapped under like basically holding up a mountain range. Okay. <laughs> With, Secret Wars. Yeah, Secret Wars number four. And the cover says, Beneath one hundred and fifty billion tons stands the Hulk, and he's not happy. Right. You know, and you right. know full well what that means if you've ever read or heard about the Hulk. A not happy Hulk is not a good thing. Yeah. But it's one of the things where, like, I, I feel like the push nowadays, and again, it's nothing against, I, I don't blame artists for doing this. I don't blame companies for doing this. But generally, I feel that the turn for covers has become, I'm going to need to resell this on the secondary market. Right. And not everyone is considering what makes a good cover. Just the idea of what might someone might want to hang up in their home and pay me thousands of dollars for. Sure. And I argue that, I mean, it's arguable when you see, like, when you see, like, the, the, What's that Joker cover that went recently? The Neil Adams one went for, I don't know, close to a quarter million dollars. An original Neil yeah. Adams, like from the set. What is it? Was it Laughing Fish? No, Five Way Revenge. Five Way Revenge. Okay, it's, it, and I may, the numbers might be wrong, but it's one of those things where I know it went for a ridiculous amount of money. Sure, I, mean, I don't think Neil they got to see that money, but it's one of those things where, you know, I understand the idea of having a cover to sell, and but it's not like I guess my thing is it's not like covers that are older that have 
try to tell a story of what's going on in the issue, sell for any less than covers that are just quote unquote iconic. I mean, you have basically the difference is you'll have covers now that are basically just they're fairly generic. Yeah, sometimes they don't always they're just, you know, they're, they're not always something like, you know, again, we don't get word balloons. We don't get, you know, we don't get placards. We don't get anything that says what the story is really about. It's just an image. And hopefully the image is arresting and you want to pick up the book and you want to flip through it and decide yeah. to get it. Yeah, but uh, not to hark on what you're saying, but you might say more as a pop culture thing. I mean, in this day and age, a lot of the characters that are created from comics are now are common knowledge, as opposed to, let's say, 50 years ago, in which you're trying to push it to other markets. Now we have multimedia conglomerates and whole franchises built around the character, in which you have kids saying, Mommy, what's that green thing on the cover? Oh, baby, that's the Hulk. You know, no one's no one's saying that. And due to what happens with pop culture now, I can understand as to why they wouldn't elaborate and give more um, information based upon the character. Now, mind you, I miss what's going on in the book, but like I said, I don't think people read to begin with anyway. And that, <laughs> and that deters a lot of people. Well, but just having a fantastic poster-like cover right. is, is the lean towards stuff nowadays. I mean, I could see that and I understand that. But my Again, my thing getting back to the idea of, of, of a different cover is half the time, especially I, reading digitally, uh-huh. I, I couldn't tell you what a cover of an issue is anymore. <laughs> and yeah. then, and then, but in certain points of my life, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I don't remember stuff the way I used to. Okay. But there are still issues of things that I can be like, I can look at the image and be like, I know exactly what goes on in that story from the uh-huh. cover because the cover not always is, is that's not always a touchstone or it's not always a point of like tells me the story inside. Mm-hmm. But at least I can go, oh, I know what that is. You know, what I mean? like now for the last ten years, I look at covers and I'm like, I think I know what goes on in that issue, but the cover doesn't tell me anything. Oh, you can go to say what 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 was it? Book of X. Oh my God. It was like ten variants. Yeah. Was it what the? There was <laughs> yeah. no reason for it. Was it? Scott, I'm thinking Scotty. Scott, Scotty Young. Scotty Young. Every cover <laughs> had nothing to do with what was in the storyline or no. even the character in the story. No. So that's great covers though. I oh no. Scotty oh yeah. I love Scotty. Nothing against his work. He's a terrific artist. It's but, just, I agree with you. There had nothing to do with it. But now covers are a means to um, just uh, invite you to oh here's your favorite artist doing something that you never thought he'd do before. Bam, pick up this book, and that's it. I mean, yeah. to me, I could take a razor to the comic book and just <laughs> slice all I the mean, covers that I I think the difference is also, I mean, not, not the, I mean, at that time, everything was doing it, but the difference for that Hulk number one was that there, nobody knew what the Hulk was. Yeah, so sure. I think that's why it's yeah. gotten but so much. But, but I'm just saying, I'm just giving you an example for, for, for what's, for just different books. It's not, I, I agree. I mean, there's other issues I could pull and be like, okay, so it's Avengers 163. What goes on in Avengers 163 for the cover? Yeah. Uh, for another one I was looking at today, I can't remember the, the number off the top of my head. It's the one where they basically, have the first point where they have they're, they're told by the government. Yeah. Uh, Henry Peter Geirich tells them, hey, listen, you got to cut your membership down to seven. There's far too many of you. Mm. We can't, you know, we can't afford to basically have, you know, it's a security risk. We have too many Avengers. You guys got to choose. And it's an iconic cover. They're all sitting around. It's like them and the Guardians at the time, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Geirich tells them, you know, and then that issue, I know for a fact, that's the issue where, you know, they pare it down to like Beast, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, um, Scarlet Witch. Right. And Hawkeye think he's going to last, last spot and they, they give it to Falcon and he gets pissed off. Right. Okay. You know, it's one of those yeah. things where it's just one of the things where I think that now more than ever, it's, it's, it's different. It's, a, it's not driven by, I don't think the covers always serve story. I think it's, a, it serves artists, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because I understand, mm-hmm. you know, your, your, your window of making your money or making your, making your, your bank, your fortune is, is dwindling as the more, the older you get because your art's going to change. You're not going to be able to produce as much, whatever. Right. It's a way different industry than it was when, when you know, in the 80s or whatever. Yeah. But I do think a lot of times that covers, unless the cover artist has any idea what's going on in the story or is tied into it, 
doesn't really produce work that does anything other than say this is that character right i'd agree with that i think but i think i but i think what's cool though now is that there's not really like only one aesthetic that everything has to adhere ha- to. has to yeah that like so you i think in in this new climate you do get stuff like the jock joker cover that's made up of like the bats Mm-hmm. Like fly, you know what I mean? Which sure. is which is oh, which sure. I mean it's nothing to do with the story's about, but it's right. it's it's a striking cover that you know is uh is certainly memorable. Sure, but I like think. but like Tommy was saying, for example, we like with the Scotty Young stuff, another thing that Marvel and DC does, I don't think DC does it as much as Marvel does, but Marvel will say, Okay, this month is Mary Jane month. So mm-hmm. every cover of every book, yes. whether they have anything to do with Mary Jane or not, right. is going to have Mary Jane on the cover with yeah. you know, with Daredevil sure <laughs> right i'm like sure it's, it's not really something that fits it's just sort of like hey if you like mary jane there's suddenly 40 covers to choose from with her yeah or gwenpool or whatever character they've chose for that month yeah i mean well, dc does it too no they i did it with um looney tunes sure yeah that's but, there, but there also is when they celebrate an anniversary they'll just have a fantastic four cover that happens to be a cover that happens to be an issue of spider-man yeah, yeah. yeah you're right i don't mind that from time to time though i think you know i mean it gets to be every month I think I think it's a bit asking a bit too much of the consumer mm-hmm. so much. But uh, but I think that those things are fun. And I think that they do kind of. Yeah, I mean, you never know when one of those images is going to become. I don't want to say iconic, but it's going to become like lasting. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it was like reading comics back in the Silver Age because I'm not of that age. Right. But my sense is, is that like I, I feel that the the market, we have you for a couple of issues today. Sure. You know. You're going to buy Hulk. You're going to buy Captain America. We have you for a story, I think, that's going to go over for us five issues. I think back then, I mean, you had you for an issue, maybe. Yeah. You know, it wasn't necessarily that that issue was going to pick up the following, you know, the following issue is going to pick up where the last one left off. So it was usually one and dones and stuff like that. So I think that there, there was a little bit more um, emphasis in trying to get you for this one issue. Right. Because I'm thinking like the, the Atlas era stuff, mm-hmm. too. Right. You know? But yeah, I agree with you. The fact that, you know, it was new. There was not much of a routine in the idea that, well, I'm going to read this book for, you know, I like all the, I like all the Atlas characters. So I'm going to click all the Atlas characters appearances. Like people didn't think back that back then. Right. Whereas now it's like, I'm only going to collect all Wolverine appearances. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of my favorites that you almost never see anymore is the infinity shot cover. Mm-hmm. Right. Describe it. So, so you have, you have an instance where like, the comic cover looks the way it does, uh-huh. and then the character in the cover is holding the exact same comic that you're holding in your hand, and I it's just you. sort of like going on, like, like, yeah. like on forever, <laughs> forever, yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember the last time somebody did that. I mean, I'm sure probably somebody did one mm-hmm. within the last couple of years as 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 a homage, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I know that there are people that collect just those, like sure. every instance of of an Infinity Shot cover. What else is like a famous trope that we see, like? Oh, we mentioned the, one earlier, the um, X-Men, great, the giant size appearance where they're busting out of the cover, yeah. breaking the fourth wall. Right. Yeah. That's a one that's seen quite a bit that doesn't die. Ever. I like the uh, evil overseer. It's like uh, everybody's like on the, on the ground doing their thing, like in a fight. And then there's like, you know, Magneto, like, the shadows, doom, like, like yeah, in the, the clouds, looming, like doom looming over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom, yeah, yeah. Or somebody, yeah. That's yeah. another one. What's another good one? Um, that one will get me every time, though. I don't know. There's something about that image that's just so freaking cool. But and then again, there was another X-Men. What you said earlier, Days of Future Past. Either uh, there's two of those that are iconic. I think 
there's the obvious one with the um, the wanted posters of people who are dead in the background. Right. And then there's one where Wolverine is getting blasted by the Sentinel. Yeah. Where he's yeah. like, you see his bones or, you know, his skin to be inflated off by the blast of the right, right. Sentinel. Uh, that yeah. one you see a lot when something's bitten, shot or killed or to to acknowledge that your character is going to get killed. Right. I've yeah. seen that quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any print on that issue? I'm trying to think. Can somebody pull up that cover really quick? Both of those covers are like intentionally... They're intended to shock you, I yes. think. Oh, I yes. think. And, and, yes. and, and, they, and what's surprising to me is that they do so in completely different ways mm -hmm. for a story that's only two issues. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, but like I'm trying to think because like, cause again, that Wolverine getting shot by the Sentinel is so mm -hmm. iconic these days where like mm -hmm. everybody can picture, but I'm just, it's like, is there actual print on that? I don't think there is. Because is there not? Because it doesn't need it, but I'm think thinking if it, if it is there, nobody remembers it. No, I don't, think, I don't believe there is. I think it's just the green cover with him on it, if I remember correctly. It's a yeah. great one. And then also, what, the, uh, of course, Superman, Action Comics 1. Sure. Where you see, uh, you know, him slamming the car into the ground. Yeah. That one I've seen a lot. Um, um, number ones of certain people. Like, when I remember Spider-Man, where he turns his back and his shadow of, Sp like, when Peter Parker is without the costume. Mm -hmm. And he turns. Yeah. And then 50. Yes, yeah. 50, yes. Yeah. That one's Spider-Man no more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What's another good one? 121 has a lot of text on it. Yeah. That's the Spider-Man... Gwen Stacy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Tons I, of text on that cover. Well, you have the one, uh, speaking of Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy, the, there's the one where he's swinging towards all the photos of people and like, there's someone on this cover is going to die. Right. Yes. That's another one we've yes. seen plenty of. We're like, yes. nope, one of these people ain't making out of this issue alive. You get that one that's like, that's that 121. Is it 121? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Does, does anybody have, do we all have stories of like, we bought something completely based just on the cover? Be, just based on the cover and then it became like, like this is like a favorite of mine. Like, oh wow, like I, I I've stuck around with this for years. Cause it's funny. Like I've thought about it. Like what, like what, what a cover has how many seconds to pull you in. Right. Like, mm -hmm. like a lot of these really good ones, like have to be good at a glance. I feel like you're looking at a, at a rack that has, sure, you know, dozens of books everywhere and everything. You're kind of going to your favorites. Like by now, I think, you know, what, you know, if you're being, if you're reading green lantern, like what that issue looks like already, cause you've probably read the solicitations at one point. Right? It was, there was a whole Alex Ross thing. Yeah. The, um, total, um, and visual or visual of the character but in realistic viewpoint. Yeah. yeah that one yeah so but but what i'm saying is like so you're 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 just kind of like glancing the shelf and then there's one that's sort of like that image for whatever reason like it's pulled me in you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, it, and 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 it did so like in like kind of in the peripheral of my vision right right because i'm not looking for it it's just sort of like oh there's like this striking image and what's this about and i don't know anything about this book but, I you know i was gonna say one or two things one Depends on my knowledge of the character. Mm -hmm. um, either the visual art of the book that draws me in, maybe something that um, that just looks breathtaking, or having something happen to the character that you wouldn't think would happen. It used mm -hmm. to be when a character, like what I mentioned before, Wolverine and Hulk, you didn't think that pairing would occur. So when you see, you see that pairing, it's something that mm -hmm. snaps you into it. Right. Uh, that's, that's something I used to always look for when I saw a cover. It would just be jarring to see certain characters together in such a way that you didn't imagine possible. That's why right, I like that yeah. one run by uh, Acts of Vengeance when they mix them up a bit. Right. Um, but that's something that I look for. Right. And that stood out to me is, you know, the the characterizations of people that you didn't think would be paired together in such a way. Well, that's kind of funny. It's that you mentioned Acts of Vengeance because I want to think of like that one. That one's got the cover where you can see, all you see is like the villains in a half circle. You don't see their faces. It's almost shot from like, almost they're like down, like they're, 
like leg down and all you can see is like you start to be like oh i know that's red skull that's kingpin that's the wizard blah 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 but in the in the for in the middle of it i think it's burn that does the cover mm-hmm. it's got like mjolnir's broken cap shield is cracked and like he's right. ah, the Hawk- remnants of the yeah yeah, yeah. hawkeye's arrows are broken his bow is broken like all you can see like clearly the, the villains are basically teaming up to take on the heroes like, that that's was a badass real, yeah it's a really <laughs> some arrows yeah, yeah. <laughs> right it's yeah. a really it's a really cool cover because it's like oh the avengers what's happening with the avengers no, I was I was gonna mention something of that along those what's what's it? Wonder Woman Hecatia. Hecatia. Yeah, Hecatea. you know what I'm talking about where yeah. you see Batman's head under her boot. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, that Rucker's run? No, it's a no, one it's, it's a, a one shot. shot. Okay. I think Rucker wrote it, but JG Jones okay. has the art. Yeah. It's a hard it came out as a hardcover first. Yeah, I didn't care what the story was. That was just a cool cover. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah, it's a great cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one that got me, so like a book that I picked up completely by the cover and stuck with for was Powers. Mm, powers wow. that like that that's kind of an important day in comic books for me like picking that up but i but i got it initially because it, it looked kind of bruce timmy mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know and then and, and then i opened it up and then i'm like oh the interior looks the same yeah. right it was done by the same guy michael and then i picked it up yeah. and then and like i didn't know who bendis was at all and uh-huh. i picked it up and i and and that was a different that comic read differently than any other comic i had read before because just like the word placement of the balloons and stuff like that mm-hmm. it read more uh, the the dialogue was more back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. And I had not not encountered that before. And then so like, and I stuck with it. I mean, I read Powers for years, yeah, years after that. So that was one where like judging completely by the cover, like sure. like worked out. Yeah. No, I remember for me it would be like there's a Flash special from the early '80s. It might be late '70s, where it might have been the first time I realized it's a gra- it's a summer special or something like that, where it's got. It's got Barry Allen and Wally as Kid Flash and Jay Garrick as the three of them teaming up together against Grodd. And I didn't really know anything about Grodd or Gorilla City, much less the fact mm-hmm. that there were three Flashes. I mean, I think I might have known there was a Kid Flash okay. and a Flash, but it definitely was a cover that grabbed me. I was like, okay, that's really cool. Another one that I would say, I mean, I read the book monthly, but the other one is, um, I think it's like Hitman like 16 or 17. Maybe it's a little later than that. It's the um, Zombie Night of the, of the Gotham Aquarium. Okay. Where it's I don't uh, know this one, huh? I don't know this one. But it's it's a a, a baby seal, uh, you know, perfect, go, you know, like oh, so cute baby seal in the, in oh, the this fo- sounds awful in the foreground, <laughs> and behind it, it's Tommy and and Nat the Hat and uh, what's the other guys? The uh, another character, Hacken, and they're on the back and they're like swinging like a chainsaw and a and a <laughs> and a board with nails in it, right. and, they're, and they're about to because because basically what happens is, is you know it, it is this gas that turns people basically into zombies or it, you find that it turns it gets loose in the, in the Gotham okay. Aquarium, animals become zombies and then it becomes a trying to survive <laughs> the aquarium. Okay, but this cover is great because it looks like they're about to club the seal yeah. and the seal's not a zombie <laughs> at this point. So, but it's a great cover. That one I'm surprised doesn't get done more. The other one that, that's really weird that's with animals is it started off as um. It's like an epic comic that was called like, called Coyote, which is basically mm-hmm. like either buy this magazine or I'm going to kill this coyote. Yeah. Oh, right. And that one has like been done <laughs> yeah, a million yeah, times. Yeah. You know, like the She-Hulk, She-Hulk did it when, yeah. when Byrne took over and gave her brand new number one. It was, you know, I'm going to buy, a, I'm going to rip up all your X-Men unless you buy right. this comic. That's been done a bunch of times too. But again, it's one of those, it has to have, uh, SF word balloons in order to work. One that's been done a lot of times is what's saying the two factions pitted against each other. Oh yeah. One side is one right on and another side's on the left. And which they're about to fight each other. Teen they're, Titans versus X Men. Yeah. yeah. Teen Titans versus X Men. Avengers is in the Squadron Supreme. Yeah, you There's can, you the can two it's countless. Old uh old X Men, like the original group versus the, the new, new X Men. Yeah. Yeah, it's been done a lot. 
uh, Justice, the the Alex Ross and Jim Kruger book. Yes, has the villains on one side and the heroes on the other, almost like Challenge of the Super Friends. Exactly like yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was trying to look up one, but I'm remembering the cover differently. I'm actually remembering the first page of this comic that's more striking than the cover. But I was, it's the Grant Morrison multiversity, like the haunted comic book uh-huh. issue. You remember that vaguely? Yeah, I thought that was a really, really yeah. The idea was that like that they were that, that there was a comic book that was like corrupting people. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, right. it was a neat. It was it was a fun series, but yeah, I was just looking up the cover. The cover is not as arresting as I thought. Uh, I, I'm actually picturing the first page of that issue, <laughs> gotcha. which is weird. I, it's the first time that's ever happened to me. Mm. Do they still do covers of um just the face of the character, nothing else? I mean, I'm yeah. sure for like it's it 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 like a. Uh, a picture from the DMV, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like just a mugshot. Yeah, literally a mugshot. Just bow, bow. I mean, because they did. I'm sure everything point. is getting redone from yeah, time but, to time. Uh, but you know? I want to say that's a. It's been done over and over again. But I just haven't seen that in a while. The only thing that came to hmm. mind was Adam Hughes Catwoman. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, thank you, like Adam Hughes Catwoman. Yeah. Okay, that's yes. a great one. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that's interesting about the Adam Hughes cover is the fact that this is this is how time capsule that is her um her number inmate number is the numbers for lost oh really yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah what's yeah. lost oh yeah right exactly yeah yeah they'll they'll reboot it soon enough so you'll see but yeah that's that's what i always thought was funny was yep they made a, made a conscious choice to put those numbers in there that's hilarious yes yeah i remember one of the first x-men comics i ever picked up like this in my early early days as a kid was Uncanny X Men 194, and I do remember it being the cover that drew me to it. And it's a uh, it's a Romita cover, Romita Junior, mm-hmm. and it's Nimrod. Oh yeah, if anybody oh. remembers what Nimrod is, I love Nimrod uh, uh, yeah. from the future. Uh, read Powers of X and House of X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is not forgotten. Yeah, he he's not, not forgotten forgot. at all. But on the cover, it's Nimrod holding up a like severely beaten up Juggernaut, mm-hmm. who I knew from Spider Man is Amazing Friends. So uh, I was familiar okay. with okay. the characters and was like, wow, it's, like this thing beat up Juggernaut. Right. And then it's also got Rogue, but Rogue's taken on the powers of Nightcrawler and Colossus. I remember that. Oh, yes. yes. That's it's, it's an iconic yeah, X Men yeah. cover. Yep. This is one of the uh, first ones I ever picked up as a kid. Still have it. But yep. yeah. That's great. Like, it was the cover it. that drew me to it. X Men did it so much. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's coming up so much just in this conversation. Yeah. That yeah. I've been trying to rack my brain thinking of like iconic Batman covers, and there's not really a ton of them out there. Oh no, there's a few. Mm. It just it's got. It depends on what. Like, of course, there's the Brian Bowling one with Joker, where he has a the Joker killing this. joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the that killing joke great. one is one. Yeah. Um, um and Detective Twenty Seven has become one. I think because yeah, it's, sure. because it's. 27, yes, 20, and, yeah, but but you know, like, like we have the sensational character find of 1939. Mm-hmm. Those are done every once in a while. We have Batman, remember holding the, the thing and Robin burst through. Oh, okay. yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Run, yeah. running, running through the the cheerleader, the yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> it's the best day of my life, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a pep rally, right? Yeah, right, exactly, right, exactly. exactly. I mean, but honestly, like, I'm hard pressed to think of more, like, I'm like. You know, Nightfall, maybe, I guess. Yeah, Dark, that's Dark those, Knight I would Returns. Say. Yeah, definitely Dark Knight Returns. Or, or the lightning in the background, you see a silhouette oh, yeah. of him jumping sure. out. Yeah. That one's definitely one. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, just a little bit of time. To me, what, 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 one thing that jumped out was um, Spider Man, I believe it was issue 294, uh-huh. Craven's Last Hut. I uh-huh, love that. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Um, 
which uh, Craven has the gun and he's coming out in Spider-Man in the I love the black suit. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's just hiding in the background. It's almost like theatrical mm-hmm. uh, movie posterish in yeah. which uh, it, he tries to uh, find out where he is. I love that cover. It's a great cover. Yeah. I think Spider-Man has so many iconic yeah. covers. Like, uh, especially McFarlane's run where uh, he has him in the, um, you know, the contorted mm-hmm. positions where he's swinging. Yeah. That one's quite seen often. Yeah. It's just uh, certain... Certain characters elicit just great covers. Uh, I, I just, it's like with the Flash, with the uh, Jake, Jake Garrick and uh, Alan. Flash of Two Worlds. Exactly. Yeah. Between the, yeah, on the other sides of the mm, wall. Yeah. That one's great. That's a good one. Yeah. There's some that I like, and this is a weird category for me. There's some that I, I like for what they are, but like as an image, I'm just like, something's so strange about this cover. And I'm thinking, <laughs> of, is, is it Dark Knight Returns number two, the one where. Where he's just like kind of like crammed into the box of the cover. It's a weird position. And it's a cool, striking image and it's mm-hmm. a fun cover. And, and like, and I love that it exists, but like as a as a picture, I'm like, oh, like I don't want that hanging on my wall. Yeah. It's a weird one. Yeah, you know weird. what I mean? It's, a, it it's such a strange cover. Yeah. Another one that I that I think of that I um think of it's not quite as done, it's not been the homage, but it's definitely an iconic cover. To me, is the one where um I think it's like Secret Wars number. 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and it's the one where the same sort of thing where doom is like like kind of ill-fitting in the, in the in the cover right and he's just his armor shredded and he's bleeding and it's just a thing that you never really like you don't ever like before that you never really had that moment but yeah. you know full well that i mean the storyline note you know spoilers for a story that's 35 years old at this point right <laughs> okay. but doom is has decided i'm going to take on the beyonder Right. Okay. You know, I'm going to confront the person that transported us all that here. Cool. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 typical Doom stuff, like yeah. the arrogance of Doom. Like okay. I, I can do this. Yes. Like who is you know? He, I don't care that this all powerful being is taking us here. I'm Doom. Yeah. I can right? beat God and win. Yeah. Yeah. I can confront. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you I hope gotta, that makes into a movie somewhere. I do too. Oh. <laughs> but you have to consider the fact that like at that point, like Doom had the power cosmic. You know, mm-hmm. he's done all this yeah. other stuff, and he's not really concerned with the idea of what you know what is basically what is god to do yeah. is basically his, his attitude but i remember the time buying it at like a walden books and, yeah. the, and, and the and the person behind the counter the w- older woman who was ringing me up being like had a jarring moment i'm like that's hey, the comic lady yeah. what do you want me to do fantastic four's got a lot of really great ones too like yeah, you know, when good. you brought up doom it just that just jumped away like, started picturing like the yancey street gang mm-hmm. yes and um this man, uh, this, this monster, man, this monster, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Galactus stuff and everything, yeah, Fantastic Four. Well, the watch, really, really great. Even, ones. even the number watch one, the Mole Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all tied up. Yeah, yeah, that's an awesome cover. You gotta send Clifton all these. Yeah, so that we put that those Wars. up. Yeah, we Wars number, yeah, number ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, again, the, the the word box sells it all against the Beyond or to the death. So, well, Clifton, you have any more? Uh, no, I do have something interesting I came across. It was from Kurt Busick, I mm. think, last week posted it. And it was just some covers that I didn't know existed. And it kind of goes into the category of like a disconnect between mm. the covers and the interiors. Mm-hmm. But it's actually from Superman, The Secret Years, mm-hmm. numbers one through four, 1985, mm-hmm. which uh, written by Bob Rizekis mm-hmm. and then art by Kurt Swan, inked by Kurt Schaffenberg. And covers by Frank Miller. By Frank Miller. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So okay. Frank Miller doing four Superman covers yeah. that are, I mean, they're intriguing covers. Yeah. Number three, especially, it's like Superman trying to stop a train before it hits a little girl on the tracks. Okay. And it's just a dynamic 
like Frank Miller cover. Mm-hmm. But then your art, interior art, was Kurt Swan. Right. Oh, yeah. And, like, very, like, classic-y, Silver Age Superman yeah. stories very and not so. Frank Miller Superman right. stories sure. at all. But it, it's an interesting... I didn't know they existed until last week when he posted them. It's funny that um you mentioned that because there's, there's, when Darwin did all those covers, there's one of those that he did that's pretty much the same thing as that Frank Miller cover where he's saving a kid. And the, every, like I remember the time people were like, why did you just move the kid? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because if he moves so fast he'll snap his no i know i know yeah. i know that's, but that's yeah. why is that the, <laughs> that's why. the physics of it. yeah the, the yeah. second cover here frank miller is just superman breaking up a handful of uh, rifles yeah oh that's cool yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah those are cool i have those those are some good books if you like kurt swan and bob rosecca <laughs> as you yeah. should if you do yes so my the covers don't look like the inside. Not Some of my favorites from the last couple of years, actually, just thinking about it, was um, when they when um, Boom did the second Power Rangers mm-hmm. title, which was I think Go Go Power Rangers. They did these might have been variant covers. I don't think they were the actual covers of the book, but they did each month was um, a shot from like the inside of one of the Power Rangers locker, like they're, like mm-hmm. they're opening the locker okay. in there, and it was just neat to see how they encapsulated the characters perfect just by all the junk that's in the locker. Oh, that's cool. So it was like the textbooks that they had and what was like hanging, like the pictures they had up and everything. I thought it was such a great, like, here's a character in, you know, in just one image right. really quick. Yeah, I love that oh, series. I that thought that was cool. really cool. Harking it back a little bit as far as what I miss of um, certain things that depict on covers is the fantastical images in which it begged you to look inside, but no way, shape, or form would you believe that actually occurred. Like if you look at Batman 251, where um, the Joker's holding a card of Batman, like, attached to it, and he's at his beck and call. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that's yeah. sold for. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Laughing Fish. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah it's Laughing Fish. No, then I had it wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. But at no point do you, under, do you think that's what occurred. Yeah. But the simple notion of those fantastical covers in which it's an image of um, the hero or maybe, yeah, uh, falling to the villain in such a way that they seem helpless. Right. Yeah, that those those type of covers I don't see too often right. as far as um Is it or is that five way revenge? I think it's five way revenge. That, that's five way revenge. Because yes. Laughing Fish, he's holding the fish like yeah, guns, it's, right? It's 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 Marshall Rogers. That's right. It is Marshall Rogers. Oh man, my Batman credit shot right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, but as far as Batman covers go, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, there's there's so many. Yeah, it's five way revenge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. Oh, there's some there's some good ones out yep, there. Yeah, and I was right. So it could they they were saying it could sell for up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Really? That's the one that you're speaking about. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, ironically, I mean, that's yeah. the one we're talking about. Yeah. The thing is today though, I do think that like some of the covers are so like nice and the artists that are doing them are so good that I it's almost a luxury of riches where like like Frank, like you said, like you're reading digitally and almost you're not mm-hmm. like really paying attention. I find that to be the case for me too like and i'm not really even reading digitally i'm reading a lot of trades but like i don't you almost don't pay attention to the cover so much if right. it's a book that you're already there for mm-hmm. right if something else is pulling you in and um but when you really look at it like i mean there's some nice amazing artwork out there that just i think we're that's kind of flying under the radar sure. a little yeah. bit i mean that said though i mean to to illustrate how little i pay attention to the cover in some cases when i'm in on the book like i've rebought issues a couple of times because because <laughs> i didn't right. know like, like you know, I agree. like when civil war ii was going on and i was reading iron man and i was reading the avengers and stuff like that i mean i th- on more than one occasion i picked up the same thing twice because mm-hmm. i thought like i just didn't make it in the store the last week or whatever <laughs> right. yeah 
But again, here's another one that I that I that I thought of that's been done a bunch of times is the hero leaving. Yep. Back turned. Another X-Men no, this cover. Is, this is Uncanny yeah. X-Men 138. Yep. Yeah. Like the duffel bag. Yeah. The Cyclops leaves. I know there's one with Sunspot doing the exact yeah. same thing. <laughs> another one is um, it's right around the time of Judas Contract, the new Teen Titans. Mm. Where, where Robin leaves. Where it's Robin and Kid Flash. It's during. Right. It's uh, I can't remember the number of it, but it's the same sort of thing with the heroes leaving. Where heroes are leaving. We will actually do an episode of all of our favorite covers. Sure. There's a lot there. Sure. Do. Oh, yeah. I'm um, going on and on with that one. But so I guess to close out, like, what's our vote for the most iconic cover? If you had to pick one, what would it be? Well, one to me that stands out in my head is Watchmen number one. We okay. get the smiling face, but there's one drop of blood dripping off of it. Mm. Um, I, to this day, also, you have to show and you'll instantly know where it harks to. Instantly. Oh. With, right without having to explain it or anything of that nature you know yeah it's it's almost like what very little mm-hmm. and everything you need just right mm-hmm. in that one cover that's another one i mean that's that's the funny one that you bring that one up because that, that i think that illustrates my point my last point really well is that like i mean i brought in the watchman for how seminal the, the book is mm-hmm. and i that's the only cover i can picture yeah from that book. <laughs> well, yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. it really is because yeah. because i didn't read him when it was coming out. i read him in trade and stuff like that and I couldn't tell you what some of the other covers were. Oh, I'm ashamed the, to say that. But one is the picture on the on the on the um, in the sands of Mars. That mm-hmm. one, ran, ran, to my uh, knowledge, one's a Rorschach. Yeah, yeah the Rorschach mask. Yeah. That one's, one's a, the one with the, the the dome in in the Arctic, and it's yeah, got this place. Smudge, yeah, it's got okay. a smudge with the, the tropical flowers underneath it. Yeah. Okay. Um, another one is the uh, the statuette from Mason Hollis's. I thought there was something. I, I had an image of a statue in my head somewhere, and I couldn't yeah. remember if uh, if I just had that right. Yeah, I didn't well, want to embarrass but, myself uh, more. But uh, I've gotten but, a lot wrong in this episode. No, that's <laughs> fine. But, but the, the further pound on that one, that one came out at a time that unless you collected it as the individual issues, you could barely remember what was uh, it was which each one was what twelve different issues. Sure. At yeah. that time, but everybody remembers the the. Uh, the trade and on the trade is this the yeah, smiley face. Longest time yeah. The smiley face. Yeah. I had the um I had the skyline okay. trade. Okay. Uh I, I which I mean you don't see that cover anywhere no. anymore. But that was no. the one I had with the broken glass like through the window. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. the hardcover of that. It was like a made for just a book club, like no, science okay. fiction book club. It was <laughs> nice. the only hardcover that existed wow. until the two thousands, until mm-hmm. like two thousand I guess around the time the movie came out. Right. But it used the skyline cover as the dust jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Iconic cover. Who wants to go next? Clifton, Frank, you guys, you guys ready or? Captain America number one. Okay. Oh, Captain sure. America punching Hitler. Sure. Sure. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. 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 That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. We created in the movie also. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with Superman 75 and what you, um, he falls to doomsday. And what all you see is, the, is his cape, the cape. seen as a flag to commemorate yeah. his death or whatever. Yeah. That one's iconic. That's a great one, too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You got one, Frank? Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, but I still think um, that Killing Joke cover okay. gets me every time. Yeah. The camera. <laughs> yeah. It's a great image. Yeah. Every single time you've, you know, you've read that story. Yeah, you, you know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it breaks the fourth wall in the worst possible mm-hmm. way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mine, we talked about it earlier, but I go with giant size x-men number one yeah i just think back to like how daring and important of a cover that is where mm-hmm. at, like at the time we're like x-men's not selling and they're just like all the books are coming out are like just reprints but it tends mm-hmm. to be doing better in other countries <laughs> right. and then 
uh, and we're just like we're we're revamping the whole thing. And sure. here we go. And here and here's the original five cast that you all know in the background. Yeah. And we're tearing through it. And here's this all new cast of everybody that you don't know except for Wolverine if you bought that Hulk issue. Mm-hmm. And so I don't much. know that I don't know that he had a following then. Probably not. You yeah. know, I don't know. I just like yeah. I think it's it's such a ballsy cover, and I think and, and just such an awesome statement of like here it is. Yeah. What it is going forward now. Yeah, I think it's a really cool one. All right, so that's covers, everybody. That covers covers. There we go. Thank you. Thanks for listening.